0: And you guys are heading towards uh, further down the tunnel into the big crystal pyramid. Uh, Atra, by the way, uh, is built very much along crocodilian lines. Ooh. She's very, very, very thick hide. Uh, Is carrying a turtle shell shield and a mace that you have a very strong suspicion it's made of a human skull. (laughs) That's
1: so hot. She's so
0: chonky. Yeah, and is mostly just wearing not a whole lot of armor or anything, just like a whole lot of like necklaces and bracelets and and belts and sashes and stuff made of bone and basic cloth and leather and things. She's such a babe. (laughs) I like your style. Thank you. Uh, So you guys uh, head further down the tunnel and then it opens up, uh, there's a bit of a slope upwards and then you step up into what must be the interior uh, of the Crystal Pyramid. Uh, And before it was hot, now it's hot and humid because you guys find yourselves in a sort of very swampy environment. This, this Obviously, this pyramid is serving as a greenhouse of some kind. This is just basically a, a, a greenhouse containing a swamp biome. You suspect Alviva told you guys before she went... Puh! That uh, this used to be a very lush area that the heat had since like baked off most of the vegetation. This is where the what this is what it would have looked like before. I gotta ah. say, our
2: choice of outfits is appropriate.
0: <laughs> it's like home, but hotter. It's <laughs> chronic Florida. Uh... <laughs> that's a terrible fucking. Oh god, <laughs> that's a, that's a damning. That's a blight. <laughs> it's, it's it's just permanent Florida in here. Oof. And Atra is, uh, moving to a spot, a muddy spot, by one of the very large ponds in the area. Proceeds to, with her claws, scrape up a lot of the mud. Uh, is anyone coming to look at what she's pulling up? I mean, yeah.
2: Yes, uh, Cacophony will, uh, follow along behind her and peer peer down curiously.
3: Hashtag same.
0: Okay, she scrapes off the mud, and you can see, arranged in a rough circle, uh, roughly half a dozen, uh... Soft-shelled eggs about the length of your forearm. These are not hard eggs like a chicken egg. The shells are very soft. Obviously, these eggs need a lot of moisture. Yes. And Atra kind of leans down, puts her nose very close to each one, cocks her head to the side like she's listening. After a little while, she scrapes the mud back over them and moves on to another spot and does the same thing again to another clutch of eggs. Aw, look
2: at the babies. Cacophony follows along kind of like a you kind of know how like in the wild dogs will kind of watch each other to make sure that when they're pooping that they're protected. Uh, she kind of follows along behind Atra and just kind of stands guard. Is
1: that why my dog stares at me when she takes a dump outside?
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's expecting you to she's expecting you to like keep watch for her.
1: Huh. She's like you watch my back, I'll watch yours. I just thought it was weird that she kept making direct eye contact like look, I'm doing it.
2: It's it, it's like Look, look, I'm doing it. Make sure nobody attacks me right now. <laughs> I'm very
1: vulnerable taking this dump. <laughs> anyway. So
3: how long do they have to incubate? These ones are a few months old. They need another month. Oof. A few months. That's, that's a long time.
2: How long does it take for your fish people to go through hatching, Oddie? Do you hatch?
3: Do you, do you hatch? We can't get into this. <laughs> are you alive, Berth? Artie I don't know these things. And you never will. <laughs> I don't want kids.
0: Uh that'll be funny later. Uh Atra Atra continues on her rounds. Uh and a few uh after a little while the circuit sort of takes her toward a uh, a assemblage of small buildings in the swamp and it's weird because these buildings are not you guys have seen lizard ho- lizard folk settlements before they were in the swamps outside of stormhaven lizard folk settlements are generally along the lines of like baked mud clay leather roofs things like that uh instead what you're seeing is a bunch of um well At first, they appear to be human construction made of like wood and brick and stuff. Then it looks like whoever was building them got kind of bored halfway through and started to change it up just for fun. (laughs) So there's a a downright hodgepodge of different materials, some stone that appears to have been salvaged from outside, some crystal that appears to have been chipped off of the pyramid, some metal that you're not quite sure where it came from. So the result is some... Very solid-looking, if somewhat slipshod and haphazard, uh, support buildings in huh. the area.
3: It's just sheet metal in the woods. Sometimes you just find sheet metal in the woods. Okay, that's there's true. just
0: the woods. Sheet metal is naturally occurring in the woods, especially in a swamp. <laughs> is it corroding? Uh, some of it does appear to be corroding quite a bit. Hmm. Not because it's ill tended to, but just because the environment is so very unfriendly yeah, that's, towards that... it. That's just swamps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, let's let's follow Atra into these and see what they are.
0: Yeah. Uh, and as Atra is approaching the support buildings, a much smaller reptilian shape darts out to join Atra and then pauses halfway through and freezes and looks at all of you. This is a young lizard folk, maybe about the size and maturity of an eight year old child oh. and freezes and stares at you guys for a bit and then darts be- for- forward to Atra and kind of hides behind her. Oh, oh my gosh. Baby.
3: Oh, they come in little size hi hello
0: <laughs> who here speaks draconic me i don't even know so uh first off the the child lizard folk is very very quiet whatever it's saying it's saying basically Im- directly into atra's side where it has its face pressed
1: oh but it's
0: saying something along the lines of who is this uh and atra is responding they might be friends try not to be too scared
2: cacophony will say in draconic then uh we are friends. We're here to help protect until the incubation ships show up.
0: Uh, the young lizard folk jumps, kind of stares at you for a bit, freezes again, and then bolts back to the support buildings. Oh, probably should have been a bit gentler about that part.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at gentle draconic yet. <laughs>
0: It's 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 like Klingon and or German. There's no real gentle yeah, way to say anything in Draconic. <laughs> can draconic
3: even be gentle. No. It's no. a lot of
1: hissing and clicks. You mostly just kind of say it very quietly if the if Juliana's if liturgy is anything to go by, <laughs> yeah,
0: It's one of those languages where saying the word butterfly is enough to kill a butterfly instantly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so kids,
1: kids, kids plural, kids singular, how many people are here? It's just me and Kev. Why did- why is he still here? I thought everyone else was evacuated.
0: He was supposed to go with the evacuation wave. He hid and decided to stay with me instead. (sighs) Okay. We didn't know he was still here until I was here alone. Oh. Ethla, okay. Okay, and he's been- Okay, okay, so they've been attacking for
1: about a month, you said.
0: Yes. Okay,
1: they've been here for a month- they're really soft uh is that tunnel the only way in or out yes okay 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 right okay and Jillian is just going to sort of pace around a little like holding her temples like okay 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 right okay no
0: right yes i know there's another attack today in a few hours i don't know exactly when they time this H- how 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 do you know that i performed a divination okay it's more than one hour less than six. Divinations are not exact.
1: Yeah. Uh okay. So you're waiting for you're waiting for help. That's not actually us. I mean, we are
0: helping, but we are we were not our our lead was about six months old. The divination said help was coming. If it's you or if it's somebody else, you're here anyway.
1: Okay. Are you expecting a a, a, a ship to get these guys out at some point? Is someone sending a ship back?
0: Yes, the ship should be doubling back now. Okay.
3: Wait, it's doubling back now, and it's been a month, so it'll take another month? It should have been here by now.
2: Oh, that's great. But not- it doesn't necessarily mean anything bad. It can take a while to unload, or or there can be hiccups in, in all of that, even if you're trying to hurry.
0: the The ships tend to be unpredictable when it comes to things like arrival times, or landing correctly. Or landing at all. That last one gives me pause. Atra just looks at Artie and just with a a very flat tone of voice, no facial expression. Gnomes. (laughs) Gnomes. Gnomes? gnomes.
3: Hold on, do I? Let's see if I have a history. (laughs) Do I have a history with gnomes? Uh, roll a history check. Roll a history check. A 25.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a a nat 20? (laughs) Okay, so, Arturos, you have had the, uh, the distinct fortune or perhaps misfortune to cross paths directly with a gnomish ship before. Gnomish ships are- you actually now looking over at the at the, at the support building, you figure those were probably built by gnomes because gnomish ships, gnomish ships are built very much along the same lines. It's like somebody started building a spell jamming ship and got bored halfway through. They've usually got all sorts of different attachments that nobody knows what it does. They usually get expanded over time as people have new ideas, sometimes covering up the landing gear, uh, meaning the ship can't land the way it used to. They claim to have invented their own style of helm, but there's a strong suspicion uh, among the pirates of your acquaintance that they just took a regular helm and bolted extra parts onto it. There's (laughs) usually at least three or four hamster wheels attached to them. The main thing you want to keep in mind when facing off against a gnomish ship, though, is that in terms of armament, you've got no idea what's going on. They could have no weapons at all. They could have shit you've never seen before in your life, and will destroy your ship instantly. It's just—it's a mess. They're—they're they're completely, entirely unpredictable, and uh, n- no one you know has like successfully been able to predict what a what an encounter with a gnomish ship is going to be like.
3: Oh shit! You let gnomes touch your babies? They helped to set up the hatchery. That doesn't... That don't mean shit. Whoa, what's wrong with a gnome touching a baby? They lose their babies. <laughs> they use their babies for cannon father. <laughs> if they think it's funny. <laughs> I once saw a fucking gnome do a bowling, and the bowling ball was a baby, and the pins were also babies. <clears throat>
1: Are you sure that's not just a fever dream you had after getting really, really wasted?
3: No, I got wasted and I ended up on a gnome ship. That was a okay. bad time.
2: So that might have been a fever dream. Yes,
3: I'm 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 calling shenanigans on
1: the bowling ball babies thing. That they just didn't even seem... having
3: fucking liquor. You know what their liquor is? What is it? It's soda pop. It's a thing they invented. They say it cures gout. <laughs> <laughs> well, does it? <laughs> I don't
2: know. I, I'll be frank. I don't even know what gout is. I've heard it before.
3: It just wasn't great. Okay, this <laughs> wasn't a great
2: experience. But if I don't know what gout is and already doesn't have it, then maybe it did cure his gout.
1: <laughs> nah, nah, nah. This is gonna be one of like one of those like anti-shark sprays <laughs> that they sell massively
0: inland. Ah, okay, okay. Setting that aside. Yeah, by the way, I had some stuff prepared for if Alviva rolled a nature check, but she's not here. Does anyone want to try rolling a nature
2: check? Sure, I'll roll my nature check that's so high. One yeah, second.
3: Okay. I figure we're all just looking around. Oh,
2: 21! I've been listening to Alviva as she rambles lately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got a 15. Arturos got a 13. Okay, uh, Arturos and Jill, the idea of um, folk, uh joining forces with gnomes seems a little ecologically weird to you you don't you've never heard of something like that happening before with regards to lizard folk and allying with other species cacophony you between listening to alviva talk about lizards uh which she was talking chattering about lizard folk quite a bit on the way here so you've been listening you also have let's be honest a personal interest in lizard folk. it's
2: true i do
0: (laughs) okay so you know that uh lizard folk by reptile standards They are very highly social creatures. By mammal standards, they barely tolerate each other. (laughs) Lizardfolk settlements aren't communities. They're just places where a bunch of lizardfolk happen to live. And when it comes to their young, there are species that... Have a few young and invest a lot of time in nurturing them and raising them and making sure that they li- survive to adulthood. And then there are species that have lots and lots and lots of eggs and just rely on the law of averages to make sure that their that their offspring survive. Yeah. Lizard folk fall into the latter camp generally. <laughs> Merfolk, <More> <laughs> so they don't typically raise their young. If there are lizard folk young in a settlement, it's they're just allowed to live there. It's not necessarily that they're being parented. Yeah. So a hatchery like this is a major cho- is, represents a major change in how lizard folk approach both community and child rearing. And if this is if this indicates a pattern for the future, the lizard folk, the rate at which they reproduce, they are going to become a major power in known space within a few generations. Okay. How whose generations? <laughs> In a matter of their generations. Oh boy! And, uh, and and cacophony. You know that a lizard folk reaches like maturity at between the ages of twelve and fourteen.
3: Okay. So just like a human, only they can they can pump out more at a time. <laughs> Gross. And that
2: sounds fine by cacophony. Lizard power. <laughs> <laughs> Also, sounds like the gnomes are bored and want to see how things change up in the galaxy with a bunch of lizard folk around.
1: <laughs> that, or it's one of those things where it's just sort of the challenge of figuring out how to like raise the oh, what what what's the word I'm looking for? Raise the like up the success rate
2: of of yeah. like we're we're looking at some Tuchanka shit. Is what we're looking at here? Yeah, we're looking at some Tuchanka <laughs> shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Rio play Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Atra is, uh, after after little Kev runs back to the support buildings, Atra continues her rounds, and this is a big space in here. Like, if if you look up through the trees, you can kind of see the roof of the pyramid, but between the uh, mist in here and the uh, and the density of vegetation, like, if you weren't looking for the fact that you're inside of a big greenhouse, you would not think you're inside a big greenhouse.
1: Right. Um how f- close was that like when we were sailing around that Kenduri uh undead ship? Like wasn't it yes. parked closer to the pyramid or something? I forget.
0: You parked it was parked um outside of the ruined city. Okay. And you parked on the opposite side of the ruined city. So you're now equidistant between where the Kestrel landed and where that other ship is.
1: Okay. So there Probably coming from that end. Are we, We're we probably not looking at a new ship, is is the best estimate. We're looking at that
0: ship, but more people from it? Atra puts up her head and goes, I think that was the last ones from those ships. I've been fighting them off for a couple of days. I think if the sword race showed up, that was the last they had. Okay. So it's empty.
3: Probably.
1: I still don't know if we should get too close to it.
3: Okay, so Noms, not reliable. This is Noms. <laughs> Gnome. Um, this is Gnome. This is this Gnome. Is gnome. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just wash out the uh, the the bad ship and s- put the babies in there? Uh,
1: that's the incubator problem again, right?
2: What if we just blow up their ship and knock it off?
1: Well, I mean, we can do that, but the idea is that if there's another attack, it's probably inbound from another ship. In which case, uh, I probably need to make a couple sendings.
2: Yes, probably.
1: Okay. Okay. We have a ship outside that's probably waiting to hear back from us. Um, like I said, it's a strike ship. Uh, we've got a couple of people on there, but a ship the size of the K- of a Kandori, if they're doing something like that again, probably wouldn't be a great idea to try and tackle it. Um, it's just like that old folk story with the plants and the zombies. <laughs> You know, you're you're correct, Jill. You're correct. Okay. So if we're looking at that if we're looking at a, a tower defense, then we need to start organizing some more traps, the ones that hadn't triggered. Or I guess Atra I assume that's what you've been doing, is basically just setting up traps to slow them out and pick them off.
0: I set up a hollow in the tunnel. That that delayed them for a while, but then right. they did that desecration ritual you saw. Right.
1: Then I guess we need to start laying down some plans and prepping. If we've got one to six hours, which Right. Let's let's get to some work. Guys, do you think I should ask for backup? We don't know when Alva's when Alviva's gonna blip back. I assume it'll be at a dramatically like appropriate moment, but
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would get Mr.
1: Hippo Man here. Okay. Actually, Actually, out of character. Let's talk about this. Who do we want to yeah. ask for? Uh, if if indeed the captain lets us bring anyone, because Mister Hurst <laughs> is a good pick. Yeah. Uh, but if we want to do like Mac, you've you've done like combat
2: encounters with
1: druids more than I actually,
2: have. Actually, that yeah. I, I, as you were as you were talking, I was like, actually, Lachlan would be really great on a planet with like a bunch of you know, humid stuff that we could conceivably use. Especially because if we're getting people, he can do, like, spike growth and lay that down. I
1: was going to say, druids have some, like, have some, like, uh, AOE, like, slowdown stuff, don't they?
2: Even if he's not high enough to do spike growth, he's got Entangle, which will slow the shit
1: down. He's probably going to be, like, about fifth level, I think. Yeah. Or, or, like, there's also uh, Kara or Veli, too. Yeah.
2: Actually, even better than both of those, there's plant growth, which uh, if you... Uh, Which I've, which we always kind of ignored, but it's non-concentration and it Mm. grows the plants and divides their speed by a fourth. So their speeds down from like, if they're naturally speed 30, it goes from 30 to like six feet. So they can move one square a turn. Jesus, is that, and that's a druid thing? That's a druid thing at level two. Uh, uh, So by, by third level, they can do it.
1: Hot shit. Okay. So do we want to ask for backup? Yeah, let's ask
2: for backup. Let's get your boy here. <laughs> Let's have all the hot people around.
1: It's very humid. all right. Let me open up Word Counter. <laughs> yeah, Jillian is just like muttering under her breath, and you see her fingers going up and
2: down. Cook off any kind of nonsense. Okay, so we'll get our. I assume Jill's going to get one of our people here so that we can um, prepare a little bit more. What can we do for trap wise? Uh, if we could funnel them to get a little bit tighter and closer, I know. At least I and Jill have, uh, and you actually, Artie, with your water thing, have yeah, um, have spells yes. we could do on a tightly compact group. So if we could pile up stuff to make a more of a bottleneck, that might be helpful.
3: I think I agree.
2: Artie, do you know how to make any traps?
3: Um... I am a trap, people say.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, all right, Artie, that is not what I mean, but thank you.
1: That... Could mean a lot of things that are bad on the internet. I
3: have traps. You have traps. Excellent. Yeah, these, and then he flexes.
2: <laughs> oh, that—that is—that is less excellent. But thank you, Hearty. I appreciate this. I don't really have anything that could set a good trap. Uh, I can cloud of daggers if we get a small enough area, so then they'd have to go through all my daggers. But we just. I think first we set it up so that there's more of a bottleneck so that way we can force them to go through areas that they won't like going through. So am I moving stuff? Atra, uh, what would you suggest we use to set up a more tight of a bottleneck? Trees. All right, is it okay if we start cutting down some of these trees and getting them set up like that?
0: There's a lot of broken ones. There are some fallen trees that you can drag over. If you've got the equipment to cut down trees, then All right, we'll, we'll, we'll use the fallen
2: mine. trees. That sounds safer. Um, yes, sorry. let's... By which you start moving trees. Okay. I do not have the strength to move a tree. <laughs> Fine.
1: Okay. I think I have twenty-five words here. Okay. A- according to word counter, I don't know how it works with like numerical values, but I'm not going to count this out.
2: <laughs> I trust word counter with my life.
1: <laughs> In the pyramid, met with Lizardfolk custodian guarding remaining eggs. Another ship inbound one to six hours. Alviva blipped. Back up okay? Send Lachlan, please. Same route.
0: You've got a response back basically immediate- immediately. We're landing.
3: Oh. What? Oh? Oh, what? What though? Oh, what oh is they're, they're coming
1: down. Oh. Wh- where? Where though? Why did she just use two words? It's 25. Where though? <laughs> <laughs> uh... A woman of few words. Okay, great. I guess I just have to guess about that. She had 23 words to elaborate, but nope. Okay. Uh, Juliana just sort of like, I'm gonna go meet them, I guess. Alright. Uh, you guys keep working on that, and she's just or, gonna-
2: um, Or, um, or, or Jill, since you are beefy, do you want to help drag things and I'll go grab them?
3: What? Oh, uh, yeah, Is this okay. a straight, uh, strength check, or are what we are we doing-, doing?
1: Oh, what's okay. First, first things first, who's going where I wasn't paying attention to what you guys were talking
2: about. What are you doing? Uh, We were going to try and build up kind of like some stuff to make it more, um, make it more of a bottleneck in the tunnels so that the uh, undead would have to go through a smaller space just so it'd be easier for like me to lay down a cloud of daggers to smack them you to lay down like something to smack them, whoever we're with basically laying down stuff. So we were grabbing some dead trees that had already fallen over and we're moving them out to kind of block a chunk of the tunnels. Okay. However, I have strength 8. I am not good <laughs> at dragging trees.
0: Yeah, we would be seeing Cacophony dragging some twigs into the tunnel.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. All right, Cacophony, uh then you're right. Um can you just go double time meet them out? I don't know where they're landing and they might need some guidance if they're yes. landing like over by the desert
2: or something. I can do that and I can in fact do double time. Let's go. Okay,
1: around. and uh see if you can like and and like give me a message when you can.
2: Can do. Uh, and cacophony heads off to go back towards the ship.
3: Okay, Artie and Jill, what size trees are you looking for? Artie's gonna go for the biggest he can he can physically handle.
1: Okay, well these are these are swamp trees, so we're probably looking at a lot of like there is going to be a lot of old growth, but there's probably also going to be a lot of like smaller, spindlier ones. So we're probably going to be looking for like. Look, it's gonna take forever if we cut down trees and then start, like, rolling no, them as logs. No, we're not
3: cutting down trees. There's a bunch already full.
1: Oh, we are? Okay. Sorry. All right, then. I I don't fucking know.
0: I guess we'll just grab some shit. Okay, so roughly what size tree are you, are you looking for? Artie, you're saying the largest you can physically handle.
3: Yeah, he's gonna always go for the big boys.
0: Okay, so uh, at, at at Artie's strength, which I believe is like twenty or something, it obscene, is indeed twenty. It is okay. At 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 strength twenty, you can find some trees that are roughly like almost two feet across, and you could probably with with with, with enough determination drag one of those, not lift it, but drag it. He does that. Okay, <laughs>
3: So like, you find one. Like, ah, t- t- I found one. It's just-
0: I Buddy, need do want
3: to... No, y- you, sh- I can you it. sure? Is this?
1: This divide... is a weird. This is a okay. weird macho thing. This would be much faster. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Juliana looks over at Atra and just
0: sh- puts her hands up and shrugs. So yeah, you start you start dragging this tree, and you're you're you find it in the mud, so it's a little difficult to get a purchase on. You want to use some like simple tools to like let lever that or something, or I am a simple tool
3: oh <laughs> well, that is true <laughs> roll strength check already <laughs> or athletics thank you i am i do have athletics oh no it's a
1: 10 <laughs> he slipped that's a nat that's, one, that's a nat, one. Oh, no, that's, that's a nat Oh no that's a nat one. one on your
3: athletics buddy he slipped oh he okay i so,
0: spat up my coffee there so here's what happens Artie, after having this whole macho conversation with Jill, goes to grab this tree trunk from either side, braces himself, squats, starts to pull, slips in the mud, immediately falls on his ass, and is now covered in mud.
3: Oh no, it's great for my skin, but oh no! (laughs) Alright. You want to try that one again, or? Hold on. I'm looking for my dignity.
1: Uh huh. Well, you're not gonna find it down there. <laughs> mm. Okay, Jillian is just gonna go for like a medium size one that she can that that she can probably reasonably like drag out and then start rolling. In fact, Jillian is probably gonna start like gathering some smaller ones, some smaller logs, laying them out in a line so she can actually just like roll them on top of that. Okay.
0: Uh, both of you roll strength check. Just straight up strength. Yeah, strength or athletics. That's a 15. Okay, Jill? That's an 11. Okay, how much time do you guys want to devote to this? I mean, I guess...
1: At, at least until Cacophony. they come back?
0: I don't know how long, it depends on how long Cacophony's gone, but like... Okay, so, we'll we'll keep those numbers in mind, and then we'll go to Cacophony. You get outside, uh, are you going all the way out to the, the Ruined City?
2: Yes, I I will head all the way out there, just kind of looking around for signs of the Kestrel.
0: Okay, Uh, you get outside and you see the Kestrel uh, come down overhead and land pretty close to where they dropped you off the first time.
2: All right, Uh, she goes trotting over that way at max rogue speed, which is 80.
0: (laughs) Okay, Uh, you meet them about three quarters halfway there. The captain and Lachlan are both approaching you. Ah, hello. Hi, what's going on?
2: So, uh, apparently the undead attacked. They, uh, they, the lizard folk got as many of their, of their babies off as they could with some gnome ships, uh, figuring the captain can sort that part out.
0: Yeah. You see, a, you see a look of alarm across the captain's face. <laughs> uh, the gnome ships promised they would
2: be back for the last of the babies. They have about 74 eggs still here. So we're currently holding out for that. They should be back any moment now. But the other problem is Atra, the, uh, lizard folk custodian who's running this hatchery, she actually did a, a a divination this morning and found out that there was going to be another attack by undead within the next one to six hours. So we're setting up to defend until the gnomes get here.
0: All right. Did uh, this attack, is it coming by ship or are they already here?
2: Uh, we're assuming that their other ship is already empty, so it's going to be by a new ship. But if it's anything like their ship that's already here, I don't, we don't know that the Kestrel could take it.
0: Have Have you checked it out yet?
2: Uh, No. We're currently preparing traps before, so that we can uh, be prepared for when they get here.
0: Okay. Um,
2: I could go stealth into the ship and check it out, however.
0: I'll go with you. Uh, All right. And then she turns to Lachlan and says... Get in there and points to uh, the entrance to the hatchery that uh, that you came out of.
2: Yeah, uh, cacophony will describe to Lockland basically how to get there, but it's, it is basically just a single tunnel, so it's not exactly hard. Yeah,
0: it's very
1: very few ways you can get lost. All right, yeah. so you go down the tunnel. Now you go forward <laughs> about about uh, fifty feet. Then you yeah. go forward,
2: and then you go forward about fifty, about 50 feet. more feet. And um. then after
1: <laughs> the big pile of undead, you keep going forward. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh and then she'll also add Jill and uh Jill and Artie are currently putting trees so we can try and uh so we can try and bottleneck a bit more, but they blockades. might need some help if you have any ideas of how to set up traps or anything Lachlan Tell her it's a big swamp in there it's it's a giant <laughs> swamp uh, would you like a costume change? It'll be very sexy uh, for Jill.
0: no, I'm good. I grew up in a swamp okay and cool. he heads out <laughs> so uh Lachlan is heading towards the hatchery uh cacophony and uh the captain are headed towards the ship. Uh, Jill, about uh a little while after uh Cacophony leaves, uh, Lachlan shows up as as you guys are are dragging trees into the uh in into the uh, into the tunnel.
1: Uh Juliana looks up, double takes, immediately stands up, uh leans against the tree that she was uh <laughs> leans against the tree and tries not to look
0: extremely winded. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Lachlan gives you a little wave and then goes, What happened to Artie? Uh
1: Theismo <laughs> right he uh went for the biggest tree that he could find and slipped and fell in the mud. It was great
0: <laughs> cool um I could turn into like a horse or something if that would help <laughs> yeah no I,
1: I I think that would i think that would probably be more useful than this
0: all right, cool, and as the d m looks up the stats for a draft horse.
1: Also, uh, Atra, here, this is Lachlan. Lachlan, that's Atra, the custodian. There's a kid around here somewhere. I'm sorry, we're all (laughs) thinking
3: it. I bet you can turn into a horse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Okay, so uh, Lachlan is going to Wild Shape uh, into a draft horse. Juliana suddenly faced with the idea of having to, like, what do you, how does he, do you attach,
1: do you attach ropes? Do you, do (laughs) you? Do you attach ropes to the to to the, <laughs> the boy who's a horse now? What's <laughs> bridle? Why are
0: lampos? This this is... this is a naked horse, by the way. This is a horse with no tack. You are going to have to attach ropes to the horse because uh, Lachlan now has no hands.
3: <laughs> Lachlan, when I said I wanted to see you naked, I didn't mean it like this.
2: Curl your arms around his horsey neck, Jill. You told him <laughs> oh, you wanted to what?
3: No. What? Why are no. lent is so weird? Uh, <laughs> Jillian
1: is going to be quietly having a crisis, pulling out some rope from a kit because we we have an adventurers <laughs> kit somewhere with fifty feet of rope. I'm we sure at this. least
0: one of you has rope. We all, all have,
1: have rope. rope. She's definitely holding up the rope, sizing it. Oh, down, up, down. Don't look down at the legs. Don't look. D- don't look down at the back hey, legs. It's fine. I'm gonna it's go fine. ahead and
3: say that that Arturo does does some rope play and knows how to do a knot. <laughs> knows how
0: to i mean how- arturos is also a sailor i am going Ar- to point that out yeah i'd mean, I like to think that after being on a
1: fucking ship this long we all know how to we all know how to make knots it's just yeah. a matter of juliana hyperventilating about doing this on what is at the at its heart a naked boy that she makes out with that she huh? likes a lot and is maybe her
3: boyfriend here's the thing mm-hmm. do you honestly think that arturos pays attention to any work hmm no. So he learns <laughs> the skills another way. Okay,
1: that's fine. I'm just saying Juliana is running into emotional problems here. It's not a logistics question.
3: Okay, you're taking too long. He slaps your hand and takes a rope. Good. Right. Yes. Okay, fine. I'll go get
1: wood.
0: No, logs. Okay, uh, Lachlan is now going to roll a strength check. Okay. It's just uh, question so we marks. Yeah, it's, that's because all my rolls are private because I'm the GM. <laughs> so we're go- we're going to come back to you guys uh, as cool. you guys are hauling uh, logs into the uh, into the thing uh meanwhile, cacophony you and the captain are headed over to this uh ship and a- you reach it after about a half hour
2: i'm assuming we're going stealth
0: oh in that case yeah it it is going to take longer i mean if you know that there's no undead yeah, you probably only true. want to
2: stealth once you get close yeah so we'll we'll walk faster and then we'll just stealth once we're, once we're actually in the ship maybe
1: also we only have
2: like at An min- hour. At- yeah. Uh, an hour at minimum. <laughs> yeah. On the okay. minimum side of things. So don't want to slow down too much.
0: Okay, so after about uh, half an hour, you reach the other ship. Uh, looking at it, uh, it is, as mentioned before, it is the skeleton of a kindori mm-hmm. uh, that has been retrofitted into a ship. The hide has been, like, tanned and stretched over certain parts of it, but it is unmistakably a very dead kindori. There has been a deck, from as you can see from the outside, built onto it, and you can see that there are along the side of it, between the ribs, uh, gunwales. Can you tan whale hides? Huh. And uh, and it's possibly tanned. It's possibly it's just so desiccated that it looks tanned. Hmm. Uh, And it is about, this ship is about twice the size of the Kestrel. The Kestrel is about 100 feet long. This is about 200 feet long.
2: Uh, She kind of eyes it for a moment and glances to the captain. She's like, do you have any idea where anything would be inside of this?
0: Captain looking at it says, Well, I think we can safely say it has at least one gun battery. Aside from that, no.
2: She nods her head. Uh, and then goes to slip in, I guess. Uh, we'll, we'll go stealth at this point, I think.
0: Okay, uh, roll stealth check. 18 on my side. Oh, okay. You circle around the ship. Uh, you can see that it the skull... The kindori doesn't have a jaw because it doesn't have a mouth. But there is a cavity in the skull through which the ship can be entered. And you can see that there is a ballista... Bolted to the skull there, Ooh. but from there you can pass into the ship. Okay, as as you are doing so, uh, the captain trips over something, swears once loudly, and then immediately covers her mouth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a cacophony kind of glances to her, but then just seems kind of used to this because of the <laughs> clink, clink, clonk and loud team, and uh, and moves to help her back up, and then continues forward.
0: Okay, going to activate a thing for you. Uh, so. You guys uh, end up inside the skull of this ship. Uh, there is a passageway through the back that appears to head out into the torso ribcage uh, of the ship. And there's a thing there. And as as you pass uh, through that area and into uh, the main deck, first thing you notice is that there are two gun batteries, uh, one on either side of the ship, each of which uh, consists of four cannons, so eight cannons total. Uh, and then towards the back, you can see a large black... Helm, like, the the spell, you've seen the spell jamming hitch, Helm above your own ship. Yeah, It's basically a throne. This is like that, except that it is black wood, except looking closer, it's not black, it's regular colored wood that has been stained with blood so many times. Oh. It has turned black, and lying in it is a dead body. Gem Jam Jammer is performed by Alexi Peppers, Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Rio, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. For more episodes of this show and our other shows, as well as news, check out our website at That That's
2: what we incubate the problem again, as, as Jill says.
3: Um, <laughs> what accent was that?
2: <laughs> You can't just
1: switch to Russian again. <laughs> you can't switch to Russian. <laughs> just say say incubator.
2: Incubator. Close enough. <laughs> what if we just no no <laughs> Stop. no Stop. no? <laughs> Come on,
3: this darling. is what happens. Come
1: on, this darling. is what happens uh, when you call for There we go. There you go. There's <laughs> your key. Your key. Your
3: key phrase is hello, darlings. <laughs> <laughs>